It's a fool's gear ranch pick. You better believe it. This is a special midweek edition of the Fool's Gold Rush podcast because we're covering season four, episode 12, Death of a Dream Part Two, The Resurrection. <laughs> wow. I looked it up just Wowie. now. I was confused by it because. Yeah, it just said Resurrection on my iTunes account. And, well, yeah, that's the thing. I, um, the original. The reason I, I I was thinking part one, part two, on, when they posted about it on Facebook on Monday, they said Death of a Dream Part Two. And then I saw on my DVR, it was just called The Resurrection. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if somebody screwed up on one or the other side. And then I looked on the iTunes description just now, and it said part two of a two-part episode, The Resurrection. So in my mind, because I'm a nerd, that is Death of a Dream Part Two. Because the other one was labeled as Death of a Dream Part 1 on yeah, iTunes. So this is part one. The, death, the Death of a Dream Part 2, Shoot. The Resurrection. It's yeah. very uh, biblical. Mm, yeah. Very 316 mining. Well, if I were to make a gold rush pornography, I'd call it Glory Hole Pleasure Action. Right? Wow. Yeah. That I'm, mixes I... erection with pleasure. Happy t- Thursday, everybody. <laughs> Yay, we did it. So I'm um, sorry we're a little later than uh, immediate. But we just, you know, work schedules and whatnot. It was just not, not feasible. So fuck you. I was if you're quite upset busy. about it. I worked late the last two nights and went in early. I wow. had to do ad test reports. Jeez, reports. I didn't have any work Shit. to do myself, but I did have stuff going on almost every night too. It would have been really hard for me to to do it. Also, what you hanging out without me, man? No. Um, last night I met with a wedding photographer till oh. around nine thirty or so. Cool. And then, um, what did I do on Tuesday? Did you do rustic? Oh, and then I recorded my other podcast on Tuesday. Ah, yes. And then Monday, well, Monday was when it came out, but I don't know. We both said no. It was some (laughs) reason we were both, yeah, it doesn't, irregardless, we're here now. That's (laughs) all that matters. Yep. We toyed with the idea of doing a double episode, but then we said, no, 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 we can't do that. That's too much toil and trouble. It's just too much. It's not... It wouldn't give each episode its proper due. Yes. You know? and, well, I just wanted to say, because double toil and trouble. That's oh, well, that, that too. Come on, man. Sorry. So we're going to beer for the working man. Uh-huh. Oh. So, um. What's this gimmick? This, uh, eh, except for the labeling, it didn't feel like the second part of a two-part episode. It just no. felt like any other episode. It so felt like, like a pretty shitty episode, but it yeah, felt it wasn't like a, very yeah, good. a separate shitty episode. Yeah. With the exception of Todd stuff, which sort of had a through line. I mean, if you can call it a, a oh, lot of yeah. bullshit, a through line. I mean, we can. Um, I'll jump ahead a little bit. We we were joking about how when Parker got eighty ounces, he was disappointed, and then Fred got like thirty five or twenty five, and he was super excited. Yeah. Now with Todd, he's supposed to get fourteen ounces in a week, and they're acting like it's impossible. Then it's like, why the fuck did you go to South America in the first place? Then yeah, they're acting like that's like some insurmountable goal. I mean, yeah. it was. Yeah, and I remember, but like, it's crazy that like fourteen—that's like that would be tiddlywinks like on any other like that would have only been good on season one, and that would have been like tough. But they their goals were loftier than that even then. Like season one, they got thirteen point something for the whole season though. But, but also, yeah, but, still, but, but, but also, I'm yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Here. Yeah, it's just like I can sort of we could buy it at a time when the the disparagement between um, I think that's a word the word is correct for here. Sorry, I'm a little sleepy. We'll allow it. Um, the difference between uh, Fred's 
25 ounces and Parker's 84 ounces or whatever. But when right. you get down to Todd, he's like the center of the show since the beginning, having to get 14 ounces, it's totally like, it's like, fuck it, I don't even care. What an arbitrary number, too. Yeah. Well, they said... You at least say 15. Yeah, two ounces a day. Is that some sort of, like... Gold, uh, yeah, I mean, I gold, guess, yeah. The golden rule in Guyana. I don't know if he said that, but that could make sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I mean, I know. Yeah. Just oh, that's the only thing there. that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, because otherwise it's like, what an arbitrary random number. Yeah. So I just thought that was funny that, like, they treated, like, I mean, we got a classic Dave, like, that's crazy. Yep. This is ridiculous. Yeah, what does he say? Oh, I just wrote Dave flips out. Uh, we're going to have to pray for a, we're going to have to pray for a miracle. All and right. then I thought it was a really great part. Can you just want to do Todd now? Yeah, let's just do Todd. Yeah, um, let's just jump whole hog. And then they went, like, right after Dave said we got to pray for a miracle, like, they had Jack actually do a prayer, and he was like, um, uh, oh, hi, God. Um, we yeah. just wanted, <laughs> could we literally have a miracle? That would be could? good, please. He would literally ask for a miracle. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. They don't deserve a miracle at this point. No, They man. wasted their good luck. Yeah. That's so, uh, so basically it starts, picks up where we left off. Todd McDeezy, he says, uh, "Double D's." They, they, it was great to have a flashback of from the uh, the the jungle season episodes or whatever the summer ones where yeah they were doing the skeet shooting and Todd's oh, yeah. like, "Hey, we got eight hundred fifty eight ounces last time. We're gonna get a lot more than that. And you're gonna get a lot of gold." And it's like so far he's literally gotten zero. Yeah. Is unbelievable <laughs> yeah. in a really weird way. It's like kind of unbelievable. Like oh, totally. They could have been like panning for gold at a riverbed and probably had like two or three ounces at this point just from fucking around. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like that's why this guy is like this is crazy. If it's real at all, I could under I can imagine his incredulity. <laughs> yes. at it. It's like crazy. You do not fuck with double D's. No, never. So it's weird. It's a, it's it kind of put it into real uh, uh, relief. How bad they've really been doing? So I kind of oh, I don't yeah. think I totally realized until last week that they literally have no gold. I thought yeah. they just had like barely any. We do like week to week, you know, just them screwing up, and it just got kind of got repetitive and old. But then, yeah, when you put it in in the actual hole, it's like, man, you've been screwing up every week. It's like, oh, like we're getting sick of like, yeah, there's a fucking muddy road again. But literally, right. they've been like screwing with muddy roads just for the whole fucking season. I mean, it's kind of Pardon in a weird French. way and. and this probably wouldn't work, but in a weird way, if they were by themselves, like on an island in this show, without any Parker or Fred or anything, mm-hmm. in a way, it's sort of similar to the first season where, like, they pretty much didn't mind for the first, like, two-thirds of the season. I mean, they tried to, but they kept failing. Yeah. So, like, it could have been, like, an arc like that, maybe, if they were... A... They're just not quite... Like, Mitch isn't bumbling enough, so, it's, like, it's just not interesting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's almost like all the problems were... Not that difficult to to, like, to get across it. Maybe the bridge and stuff. I mean, that was pretty gnarly. But you know what I mean? Like, I could imagine their run not knowing where it ends. But it could have been maybe a compelling, like, eight to ten episodes of only them. Yeah. And then keep hammering home, like, the I just invested, like, half a million dollars. I'm fucked. Like, that would have been – could have been very interesting. Yeah. Especially, yeah, with the conceit of the first season. It's like, yeah. hey, man, like, we're going for the dream, and We're going for this broke. This is it. This is well, finally it. Yeah, like, I, try to bring the stakes back from the first season. Like, holy shit, this is it. Yeah. Or just, like, not – yeah, not even acknowledging the first season. Or, yeah, bring the stakes back, like, if it didn't occur. Like, yes. hey, we've tried – we tried to get golden – tried to do it the other way, but I got the real dream. This is it. Mm-hmm. It Honestly, having – I mean, wow, this is, like, two different thoughts. 
colliding at once. Oh, my God. Two different opinions I've his, had in the past. His skull just caved oh. in. <laughs> I think he's hurt. <laughs> um, <laughs> originally, I had said bringing in Farker. Farker. <laughs> Parker and Fred was ruining the show. And then I, I totally didn't about face. And I realized, like, no, they're making it better because their sections are better. Mm-hmm. But in this case... I'm not saying that the show would be better off without them, but Todd's story would be better off without them, I think. Like I think Oh yeah, if there was like a, you know like what a mean? comparison. If they really decompressed it and turned made the things feel bigger and had more of like the bickerings, they just don't have time for any like infighting, any bullshit. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like like say like Dorsey being an idiot, like that wouldn't even be a story in this season. They wouldn't have time. Like, oh, cause, yeah. like you know what I mean? So, yeah, like, Dorsey would literally have to drive a truck into a river in order right. to get on the on the scene. Yeah. So like I, I kind of feel like that maybe they didn't realize what they had is maybe the South America season could have been just its own show. They could have had Gold Rush, well, like yeah, Col- like Alaska or whatever, in Gold Rush, South America, and have just two completely different hour-long shows. I think it maybe would have been a better they show. Did four episodes of that, and it was shit. I didn't like it. Well, the, and it then brings me to my other point, which is it's seemingly the most... Uh, contrived of all of them, so maybe they just don't have enough. Like they had real footage for the first season, mm-hmm. and they just oh, don't yeah. have enough. Like it's just like you couldn't. There's just too much to come up with on the fly. There's just too much that would be really boring. There's a lot of yeah. things don't hold up. Yeah, that first season was like lightning in a bottle. Yeah, but they don't have bottles in Guyana. Speaking of uh, weird editing and made up stuff, I noticed um, when <laughs> Dave was like, "That's ridiculous." Todd's response was, "Mitch, I know it's crazy." Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So clearly it was like, I don't know if it was different takes or they just had to cut a lot of time or what, but I thought it was oh. weird. It jumped out at me. He's like, Mitch, I know it's nuts. And Mitch didn't say a word in it. So that's, I, that's crazy. I thought that was weird. And the to Gold me, Rush gossip guy pointed out, this is the last thing about continuity, at least for now. It's pronounced Chauncey. Sorry. Chauncey. Oh, I thought it was a silent age. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> Chauncey. No Gene Pete. Cheeseman this week, but that's... Oh, yeah, no um, Gene. A little bit of Jack, though. Part of my contract. He pointed out. You can look up it, Gold Rush Alaska gossip on Facebook. But he pointed out from like two or three episodes ago. He's like really, really harps on the continuity, even way more than we do. Yep. Um, or she. I think it's a guy. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. Whatever. It, it's irrelevant. Um, Just trying to be sexy here. <laughs> I mean, sexist. <laughs> the scenes where. Um, they show from like like jumping back and forth where Todd has like hair that's like maybe like a quarter of an inch long and like oh. kinda, and like stubble and then the next shot or like the next scene it's like clearly like shaved down to the skin with like no stubble and then like the next scene it has the hair back again so like they oh. mess around you can like see them messing with the time which usually it's not that obvious and they probably do that with everybody all the time but like huh. there's a problem that I've bitched about before. I believe it's another Christo Doyle show. Uh, American Chopper had the worst beard continuity <laughs> of all time. And it was, like, really yeah. noticeable. I just like the term beard continuity. It's, it's a real – they needed to hire a beard supervisor because <laughs> it was, like, really, like, oppressively bad. Like, it would just be, like – you'd see Paul Jr. with his little, like, pencil-thin bullshit, like, chin beard. Oh, yeah, beard. what a douchey thing. And then the next scene, you'd have, like, just a goatee. And then the next scene, you'd have the pencil thing back. And then another interview, you'd be totally clean-shaven. And it was, like, it made no sense. Like, it just – jumped around it's like oh they're definitely fiddling stuff around here yeah. to make it more interesting and it's obvious because there's he changes his beard like every week so like, they can't maintain yeah, continuity he, uh, with it he has that silly beard 
They should have yelled hey, at him. By the more way, guys, that. if you got like chipmunk cheeks or chubby cheeks or whatever, it happens even even skinnier guys have chubby cheeks. They sure. Don't have a goddamn pencil pencil thing. Just do thing a anymore. full beard. Actually, don't even do that. Regardless. No, don't, don't do, do it. Pencil thin thing. You it's too like, much trouble and looks stupid. You look like a dummy. Shoot. You look like I'm, a dummy. I guess I'm commenting on people from like 2005 because that's when the show. Well, was it just, still exists. Yeah. Uh, but it's even more more egregious now than it was yeah. then, for sure. You can do almost anything else. There's Mustaches l- are great. Thurb's got a great mustache. He looks great. Come on. Classic. Man. Oh. You could even do the Todd Hoffman crazy, insane, long goatee beard thing. Yeah, like It anthrax. works for him. Yeah. It does. It wor- It's goofy, but it works for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it fits his brand. <laughs> yes. Well, you have to come up with a personal brand in order to make it in this world, because otherwise you'd have to get a real fucking job. Yeah. Um. Okay, so where were we? Okay, so they finally like this is ridiculous. And like I didn't have a choice, Mitch. So then Dave fires up the trommel, and um, I guess all they have, so all they have is terrible dirt to run. So then where was all the urgency of fixing the whole running thing in the last couple episodes if they're totally not confident in any of the dirt they have? Then what is the fucking point? And then fixing like the uh, the the trommel thing. Well, like the last couple episodes have been like we got to get this fucking wash plant set up and gonna do this and blah oh, yeah. blah blah. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and now they're, they're like, like oh, this dirt's all terrible. It's like yeah. well, the fuck. Like, <laughs> And then, oh, you're talking about this part when we, they were looking for the dirt? And, yeah, like, and I thought they found it already. Around. I thought they already figured it out. I that's why they were they moved yeah. the thing to where oh, it was. That's what I, it was what, already good. Oh, now, like, yeah. we don't even have any good dirt. It's like, well, what the fuck then? Like, what, what were they doing? Yeah, I guess they were looking for another hole. They could, they could do what they're, like, they had a little thin little uh, uh, coat hanger that they unwound oh. and then, like, put it into the ground to try to find gravel. They found, like, holes that are... Then might have some gold, some gold in it, but not like big cuts, man. Right. They're, they, it's like you said in the beginning of the season. You're correct. They just got the wrong equipment there. They're doing it all wrong. It just like, can't work. Yeah. It's like trying to kill a fly with an atomic bomb. It just doesn't work. It's like I you, mean, it works, but it's a little overkill. It's a little overkill. And then you burn up all your gold. Well, this is the and thing. Your flies. I would suggest, and I don't know. I don't have numbers in front of me. I don't know. But like some dude with a shovel and a little pan at the River Creek... He might only get like two or two ounces in the in a whole week, but you know how much money he spent getting it? Zero. Mm-hmm. These guys are, they probably flew through like two or three hundred thousand dollars in like fuel oh, and all yeah. kinds of shit, At and it just costs least. of getting things there to get nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's just way overkill. It just doesn't work in that land. There's a reason nobody does it. Like he acted like he was like this genius for like, oh, I'm gonna bring in. I know what's up, and it's like, look. I, I highly doubt he's the first person that, that ever occurred to. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this is a fucking joke. Like, uh, or they were smart enough to look, at, to look at the land and be like, oh, yeah, this wouldn't work. Yeah. This is dumb. This will never work here. Like, Part, yeah. it's not even enough ground. You don't have to go deep enough to get it, so it doesn't even matter. Like, it doesn't, like, who cares? Part of me hopes that they start to make a shitload of gold. I like, I hate when they say make gold, but I just said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that when they have to leave the country, they have to put a bunch of gold in their butts. <laughs> Smuggle it out. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You want to claim taxes on that shit? You gotta put it in your butt. I watched a very interesting show about I'd gold clean it first. By the yeah, way. you would clean the gold. <laughs> yeah, because well, you don't want to get like malaria and stuff. I don't want no amoeba in my butt. No. You would clean the gold. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Put that in your book in your case study. <laughs> what were you saying, Jimmy? I watched an interesting show about called The Secret History of Gold that my fiance taped for me the day. Oh, that's nice. It of was her. fun. It basically just talked about how crazy it is that like even the whole gold trade, like different countries wanting their gold back. Basically how like most countries like quote have gold, but it's been loaned out 
but then to the the companies that loan the gold make it into jewelry and sell it so like it doesn't exist anymore. Huh. I mean it exists but not in the way that you think it does. Where like there's um oh, I forget now. Countries have gold? Like what do you mean? Like, like United States has Fort oh, like Knox, a treasury and all that. that. Oh, yeah. It has like a hoard of gold. Oh yes, okay. It also had the theory that Fort Knox is empty or has way less gold than anyone thinks it does. Like the reason there's all the, the guards are there to, to prove to stop people from finding out that there is no gold. Oh my gosh! Now, I did some research on that. Where's the gold? It's just out in people's like rings and stuff. Like there was a country, I forget what country it is now, so I don't remember exactly which, but it was like recently they're like, you know, we want to have the gold back in our country. Like it was stored in some bank in England. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like we want our whatever the fuck tonnage of gold is. We want it or ounces. We want it back. Yeah. We don't want it in your bank. We want it to keep it here. And it took like a year to get it because they didn't actually physically have it anymore. Because they're yeah. like, they're like, if you think of like countries have like Germany has an account in like the Fed Reserve Bank in New York. There isn't some pile of gold with a sign that says Germany's gold. Like, that's not how it works. It's just like yeah. they just have some gold and they spread it out around the world, but it's actually not decent. It's not centralized anymore. We've got to come up with some sort of weird. standard for this. Well, that's the thing that they finally <laughs> brought up, or they didn't bring it up in the show, but I looked it up and I'll get off this now after this. I thought it was really interesting. They're like, even if Fort Knox literally had no gold, like, the public panic would be crazy. But the reality is it wouldn't make any difference, which is like kind of like a lot of people wouldn't want to hear this because they're like, think of it this way. All the gold that we supposedly have is worth something like $586 billion. Mm-hmm. Our gross domestic product is like $13 trillion. So it's like it doesn't matter. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's irrelevant. It's just people are convinced that it's worth something, but it's really not. Like in the big scheme of things, it's not worth anything. Yeah, in so terms of the like, whole country, yeah. And everything. In the, or the yeah. world. It doesn't really mean anything. Like yeah. it doesn't. I mean, we believe it does, so that's what money is in general, so there's a whole other philosophical debate about it. But I thought it was just – it was an interesting sort of like – not even like a Snopes thing, like a saying this rumor isn't true. It was like nobody really knows. It was like, well, even if it is true, it doesn't mean – our money isn't based on gold anyway, so it literally doesn't – it just means our treasury would have to deduct like $600 billion from how much money we have, but we're already like – you know, tens of trillions of dollars in debt, so it literally doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. change anything. Like, it just doesn't, yeah. doesn't mean anything now. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Well, I just put all my money into gold, so Uh-oh. I don't feel... Oh, I should be feeling bad. Maybe. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't listening to what you were saying. I'm putting my money in lithium. Oh. Yeah. Lithium-ion batteries? all those batteries. Oh. You know, people don't need no batteries no more. Actually, yeah, maybe they'll do... The sun will charge those batteries. Yeah, we're always going to need batteries. It just... Where we get the electricity from changes, mm-hmm. but where you those batteries are just batteries. Hmm. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna get gold batteries. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I like the way you're going. Yeah, with yeah. This. if gold's worth a lot, huh. batteries are worth a lot. Huh. I'm gonna be worth a lot. All right. Anyway, sorry to go down that rabbit hole. I just thought it was interesting. It was on Science Channel, I think. If you want to look it up, it's called "The Secret History of Gold." All right. I thought it was kind of cool. I think it will. Um. Oh, my so, God, there's a snake. A yeah, snake. Uh, Thurber, hey. <laughs> Thurber's one appearance, he fends the snake off. It was pretty badass in yeah. a way. It, also really dumb, too. He probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, well, it looked like he was like a boa constrictor or something. And then Todd was like, hey, don't let it bite you. <laughs> like, hey, good advice, Todd. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, I don't know what the hell it was. I don't know if it was poisonous or not, but or it was. python. It looked crazy. It was like smaller than that, though. Like, that, well, I don't know. I don't I know what the fuck it big, was. Man. It had the markings of a python. Oh, okay. Well, at any rate. 24-inch pythons. It looked cool. Get. It looked cool. Yeah. 
And then it was nice that Thurber uh, put a stick to it and pushed it out into the yeah, woods. lifted it up and carried it into the woods. The <laughs> yeah. camera did not follow him, by the way. The cameraman was terrified. <laughs> yeah. And then Todd was like, I don't need no snake rolling up here. Oh, and then God. I was like, hey, Todd, they slither. Oh, boom. You just got abridged, motherfucker. Oh. So when they, after they, so yeah, they, they're working at night after spending six hours to finally get to some gravels. Yes. Okay. Great. So, um, then the truck gets stuck in the pit. Oh, yeah. And Kevin rolls it, and he gets no! very scared. Sorry, guys. I'm just a little freaked out. All right. I mean, it looked pretty dangerous. Yeah. It looked... It, so, any, uh, the funny thing about it was the next day, they um, you know, they get the truck out. It's not, not too big of a deal. Mm-hmm. And um, they had odd music then. It was like jungle like jungle music. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, it was kind of sexy, too. I mean... Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Gave me a pleasure action. I got <laughs> Had to, uh, you know, I lit a few candles. <laughs> well, of course, it's got a feel. Got to feel the moment. Yeah. Um. So then Dave was on camera, and he's like, "No more night shifts. It's dark. It's spooky." <laughs> he used the <laughs> he term that. "spooky," <laughs> and it's too spooky. <laughs> Which I thought was fantastic. They call off the night shifts because it was <laughs> dark and spooky. Yeah, it was. Yes, they were, they were. Yeah, it was dark and spooky. <laughs> That's what it was like. He basically is like, oh, it was too dark, too spooky. He, so we're not doing that anymore. He thought he saw a ghost. <laughs> it's just Jack. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> um. So basically, we get to the uh, the main uh, draw here, and they finally do their clean out after, mm-hmm. I don't know, however many days they ran, and they only got just under two ounces. Man, they were looking for 14 ounces of freedom. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, that's, that's fucking horrible. That's bad from any standard mm-hmm. in any show. But does it upset you, or does it make you happy? Oh, made me happy. Oh, okay. But it was just, I couldn't believe it. I, I really, I was like, I was ready for like that, well, you know, we didn't get 14 we, we got, got 25, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Exactly. That's what I was totally yeah, expecting. That's what that I was to thinking too. So I was glad that didn't happen on that level alone, just on the predictability. Yeah. But they also got 15 diamonds. All right. Which that Gold Rush gossip site pointed out that's worth about fifteen thousand dollars, which really isn't, you know, compared to what they're spent. That's nothing. No. Like so they, now it's like they found eight ounces. Then. Yeah. So it's still like whatever. And now, so now Todd had to make a call, and the guy's like, "Oh, you have to be done." And he's like, just give me a little more time. So he said, well, if you can get 30 diamonds in a week, that's maybe we can keep going. But I'm sending a dude to check up on you, which that made me excited. Yeah, I want to see what the dude is. And I think also when he was on the phone with that guy. The lightning in the background? Yeah. That was awesome. That was the best part of the the whole Todd part of the show. That was a great – I mean, that was serendipitous. Maybe maybe it's all scripted, and they just waited for a good night, and they're like, oh, we have to do an awesome shot here. Yeah. We have to do a meaningful or just shot like show, here. like, yeah, like, get get him on the phone or something. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have to even talk to someone, maybe. But either way, it was cool. It well, was really, well, really well cool. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, however it happened or why ever it happened, it was great. Like, totally, they earned their money on that one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this guy checking up on him a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a Dakota Fred situation. Oh, it yeah. could be a Dakota Fred situation yeah. all over again. I just think you should cut off those grizzly bars. Hell, I'll just do it myself. No, damn it, Fred. No, I'm in charge. That's your problem, not mine. It was also funny, like, thinking back on that, when he did that, where the hell was everybody when he did that? It's not a big area. And when he cut the grizzly where bars Where did they out? go? That was they probably all, all bullshit. 
or did they all go into town because they didn't really work every day? And he's like, fuck yeah. this. Like, I'm cutting the grizzly bars off. Like, how would they not notice it? I was at the store looking for books. Like, at what time you hear, it's like, what the fuck's that? And they go, oh, Fred, you didn't stop him right away. Like, I don't know. It, Maybe it was feeding time. Yeah. It was feeding time. Harness was asleep. Dorsey was off uh, probably doing, I don't know. He was, in his, he was in his tent <laughs> yeah, with he, his wife. Dorsey, Dorsey wasn't in production mode. No. And uh, Harness was, well, yeah. I don't know what he's doing. He could have been up to many nefarious things because that's why we love him. He had his harness out. <laughs> we'll say that. It, All right. Uh, yeah. Well, let's move on. Greg Remsberg was being boring in his sunglasses. Yeah. That's just not smart. <laughs> that's my impression of Greg Remsberg. I've done this before. That's just not a good way to do it. <laughs> And this is my Chris Dumit. Hell, I'm not in charge here, but this is what I would do. <laughs> yeah. He's probably said that a bunch. A lot. He's probably said that a bunch of times. This is respectful. <laughs> yes. So do you want to do Fred or Parker? Let's do... Shit. I don't know. Let's just do Parker. I okay. think I liked Fred's part more. I like Dustin's part, really. All, All right. right. Yeah, it was mostly Dustin now. Yeah. I mean, Fred really barely had yeah. anything to do with it. Dustin Rhodes. <laughs> so, um, so Park is upset, and he's upset about his yardage. I can't do a Dusty Rhodes. Sorry, let me tell you, <laughs> I can't do it either. Um, hey, Jim, I nope, pointed nope. out okay. something we bitched about last week. Yes, and on the intro, they gave away his entire story on the intro. I think on the, 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 oh, yeah, the next him, on yeah, getting shitloads of gold at the end. He's like Parker pushes his machine, but it works out basically. Or what's the word? But pays out big time. And they show him pouring the gold, so it's like. Yeah. Okay. Why, they, why, why would they you do, do that? that? Two weeks in a row. What's happening? Like, why can't it just be with the same footage minus pouring the gold? Or it even could be pouring the gold. Be like, Parker pushes his machine to the extreme, but does it pay off? Yeah. It's a, why Hello? would you say, but it pays off big time? Why would you word it that way? What is this? Some sort of internet and it was second true. culture that you guys can't wait? An hour? Are they afraid was, people are going to... Maybe like. their uh, fucking focus groups are telling them people are sick of them not having gold. So we have to tell them there's gold in the beginning or else they won't watch. Like It's going to be... It's some, <sighs> it's some stupid bullshit because that is fucking insane. Tell you what. If you're doing focus group research, you can't base what you're ma- it, how to make you a never goddamn make show on ten people in a room. You can't. You idiots. I agree. You got to get... It, you need to get under underlying issues that are already apparent to you. Then you go to focus groups. Yeah. Gosh. Maybe the ratings are going way down. Maybe that's why. Maybe yeah, they certainly have not put it up. I mean, I don't have. To, actually, I don't I haven't know. Seen commercials for because I don't watch Discovery Channel anymore. That, they, they now you no longer have. And now cable's number one show or whatever. Yeah. You don't hear that shit anymore. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's not as good. So that's makes sense. Yeah. I'll admit it. We're not as good as Duck Dynasty. We're no. just not. No, and that's our problem, not theirs. No. I actually originally, when I saw that the show was on Monday night, I, my first thought was like, what are they trying to burn the episodes off now because the ratings are bad? But then you reminded me, like, oh, Klondike premiered. And, and I was like, oh, that's definitely why they're airing yeah. it. Tonight, and then they had they? a special episode of The Dirt with the like people from the Klondike. I mean, I understand. It's King of idea. the North was there. The King of the North. Huh. Rob Stark. He yeah. will always be Rob Stark for the rest of my life. Like, you never, I don't know what his name is. I'll never learn it. What if we call him Ron Stark? <laughs> really upset him. <laughs> That's his other brother. <laughs> oh, hey, guy. Ronald Stark. I live in that other tower. Whatever. <laughs> cool. Winter's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, don't start a war. <laughs> I don't want to see what 
So, uh, yeah, so it made sense. So I don't think it's because of bad ratings now. But uh, the most of my first thought was like, oh, God, like, why are they doing this right now? But it, as a lead in, makes sense. It's a good tie in. Maybe they'll get people that were tuning in for Klondike and accidentally tape it somehow. I don't know. There's like a lot of ways it might work out. So I feel like they're trying to bamboozle people. I mean, probably. But it, uh, you know, it was smart. Anyway, bamboozle is another word for trick. Trick. Don't trick me. I don't appreciate your ruse. Also, don't do ruses, because that's another word for trick. And I don't like being tricked. It's a cunning attempt to trick me. <laughs> don't trick. Um, hey, man, what are you, tricking? <laughs> so he has 4 to 31 ounces so far. Very good. But he's looking for get 18, 800. And he only has a third of the season left. So uh-huh. what you got to do? You got to pimp your wash plant. You got to pimp my wash plant. Because he has Chris Dumit. Has been doing about 100 yards an hour, but Parker does not think that's enough. So mm-hmm. Parker wants to pimp his plant <laughs> and uh, change out the top and bottom deck screens so bigger rocks can go through. Great. Well, awesome. Yeah, so that was good. You know uh, what? Cr- cr- yeah? This started making me realize something. For the once? last couple of episodes for Parker, uh-huh. he's doing very Todd Hoffman-like things. <gasps> Being like... And it, it, it's working out for him, kind of. But it's being like, this isn't good enough. We need to get more gold. And someone's like, well, we're, the machine can't handle much more than 100 yards an hour. He's like, I don't care. we got to run more. i got to get more gold. Mm-hmm. And then making these rash decisions and changing. Every time they have a system working, they keep changing it to work a different way. Oh. And then I think that's part of the reason that Chris Dumit and Greg Remsburg are sort of rebelling. They're like, I've seen this before, and it's not going to work. Like, I've seen us try to do things we can't do. But in Parker's case, it generally works because he's not a total idiot. Hmm. It feels very like um, irrational or the, to or me. Or are the producer well, maybe that to come up with conflict because he's he's getting goddamn hundreds of ounces. of He's gold. doing unbelievably well. Yeah. So, so like I think it, the con- yeah. the conflict is a little bit you know manufactured there. It might maybe be. He was like, well, I don't know. I wish we were getting gold right now, but uh, yeah. And then, and then of course like they'll have blowouts, but they have blowouts like every goddamn day. You know, well, then it was like, yeah, it's probably going to happen. Going too fast is a blowout. They can just cut all that shit together. And I bet, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that just style of mining. It's like, yeah, I mean, you you'll get five or six blowouts a day. It's yeah. just what happens. So, you know, it's like you yeah. have to just watch. I mean, if he had a bigger crew, he'd have somebody just watch tending it all day. Like I think at one point last year with Todd, when they were running the big red, they had a guy like Thurber or something. It was like a stick up there and just monitoring it all day. Well, Thurber's got to do something. So it wouldn't man. happen. You yeah. know, it's like, I think that's like technically what you should do, but he just doesn't have enough people, so like you're not going to do that. But Thurber's really good with a stick. He's great with it. Gets the sticks gets the and buckets out of there. Gets the that's the rocks out of it. Well, I think yeah, may, you know, maybe Parker's making some rash decisions, but I think that it's more the producers who also made it seem like Todd was making super rash decisions or bigger right. rash decisions than he was because he really right. was. Yeah. But I think it's more the producers rather than a than a similarity between Parker and Todd. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Two different. I mean, I wouldn't say that Parker is like Todd. But it just reminded me of the similar kind of stories. Yeah. Instead of like, I mean, I guess it, it, the idea is if it wasn't for Tony Beats, which just could all be contrived, then he would would have been fine at getting like fifty yards an hour. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, I understand where he wants to go. He's not going to get eight hundred ounces running a hundred yards an hour because the gold is just the, the ground is just not that gold rich. Like so, it's like he has to just pound it. Yeah. Pound yeah. town. One yeah, way to Rolo Tony, to man. Town. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, 
So he wants he changes the deck screens and then he wants to be able to get 150 to 180 yards an hour. Chris Dumit does not think this is a good idea. I he think thinks he's taking a very big chance. <laughs> yeah. And then Greg points out, you know, he's trying to run more dirt, but changing these screens weird. He lost a day right there. You know. <laughs> yeah. Hell, man. Yeah, we just lost a day. We already lost a day. You're not making uh, Jimmy, Jimmy. you're not making gold if you're not mining. Oh, making so. me laugh. So, <laughs> yeah. although well, you know, it's true, but you got to push it to the max. Well, in, in his arithmetic is totally dumb too, because it's like even say they can get it up to like 130 or 125 yards an hour instead of 100, they'll make up that time in like two days. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like and then have way more later. So it just, yeah, yeah, that makes total sense to me. I'm sorry, they like like I thought they were like ripping out shit, and then I rem- I remembered. That was like, oh, hey, like they don't even own this, but do they? I don't know. Yeah, I think they're kept. It. I don't think he broke anything. I think he just removed it and put his own stuff that he yeah. bought. Yeah, I think so. I think sort of made, like and he made it more efficient. It's sort of like buying new flooring on your rented apartment. Oh, it might be kind of silly, but it is a little nicer. Huh, I wouldn't do it. No, I wouldn't either. But some people do. Not in my tent. Nope. Your tent is very nice, though. Oh, you can a, stand in it, which a, I like. Yeah, it's a four person. It's great. I mean, you can stand up. You got a little double high air mattress. It's a pretty mm-hmm. nice setup. Yeah, got a just like a little Bunsen burner. I connect to my car. Be careful with that. You might melt that. Melt that. Oh, uh, I, always, I put down a mat. It's fine. Okay. All right. Just be careful. Shoot. Stuff's flammable. It's, it's insulated. It's fine. <sighs> all right. Well, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just saying, be careful. All right. Well, maybe if I had a, if a little bit more gold. That Listen, I could as your dad, <laughs> I'm telling you to be careful. As your son, I'm telling you. You're not in charge of me anymore. All right. I'm 32 years old. I can live in a tent and cook my beans on a Bunsen burner if I want. So I guess by that rationale, yes, you're paying for your own car insurance now. <laughs> no. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. We'll talk about it when we're not on mic. Okay. God. Fine. All right. So um, they get running. They get going. They push it up to uh, 180 yards an hour. That's that's to the max. He said, we're trying to be on the the edge. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, on the jagged edge. I'm running on the jagged edge of too much and just right. I wrote, he's trying to be on the edge of the extreme. (laughs) Whoa. I'm not sure that's how he worded it. (laughs) Well, that makes it super cool. And it's an awesome, shitty 90s prog rock band, too. Yo, we're edge of the extreme. We're from (laughs) Berkeley, Massachusetts. (laughs) Um, Wononk. Wononk. Yeah. Um so the guy who installed the deck, he thinks it's going way too fast. He's like, this machine is just gonna rip itself apart. Then something goes wrong. But it's just another blowout again. Yeah. <laughs> it's like nothing actually blood. went wrong. It installed the deck and then it's a blowout. So um, it's very much, I wrote for Chris Dumit. He doesn't say it, but look on his eyes says that it, it's very much an I told you so sort of moment. Well, like, like, I told you this would happen. And then Greg says, those who, those of us who have done this before, and then yeah. Bunker gets pissed. I'm not sure they got pissed about what Greg said or got pissed just that it was breaking again. Mm-hmm. Either way. But yeah, I just my note was Greg talks some shit. Yeah. And then Parker storms off. Yeah. But to me, it was like, okay, there's another blowout. I f- like I said, I feel like it happens all the time. It's an annoying, but it's a quick fix. Like, yeah, it ended up like, not being that big, big of a deal, deal out of this. And yeah. like I said, I bet it happens all the time. I bet it's like a yeah. relatively normal thing. That's what I said. 
Nope, not anymore. Oh, <laughs> man, he's giving up my good thoughts and taking and, and and making me leave me with my bad ones. Sorry. Uh, oh no. So then Parker lets Chris take control, and they try at one thirty, and Parker seems to like it. It was decided. Yeah, one thirty. So then. Um, Tony shows up for the clean-out. He gets 112.8, which, you know, normally is great. But Tony points out, well, last week you had 140 ounces. What the fuck happened? Yeah. <laughs> which is a reasonable question to ask. Like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah. We're Dude. supposed to have more now. We even predicted, oh, he's going to get even more next week. You should. Because he didn't, you know, and then he's just like, it kind of explained that, like, they put the new screens on. And, like, you know, the guys don't want to run it as hard as I do. I'm thinking we could go 180 at least. He's oh, like, yeah. And then this He part. shouldn't have said it. And then he's like, okay, then it's fucking your company. You do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so now they're going to have to run 180, and it's gonna, people are going to be mad, I bet. Oh, Parker is, uh, he's going to be hoisted on his own petard. Yes. It was it was one of those moments that, like, I don't know, It's it was almost like you're talking to, like, your boss. I guess, I mean, he is his boss, or, like, you're, you, I can't think of a good example, but, like, you were doing something that, I don't know, say you're a kid, and you're talking to your dad, and you were trying to do, like, your math problems, and, like, like I'm gonna get fifty done tonight, and you only get like thirty done, but that's still plenty. And he's like, "I wish you could have done more." It's like, "Well, I can do 50. and it's like, "Okay, then go do that." But you can't do fifty. He can't do one hundred eighty. He can't do it. Well, I don't know that math problem analogy makes no sense, but it's reminded yeah. me of something. But I just don't know where I'm going with it. But it's almost—I like, was I've, never good at math. I feel like I've been in that situation where, like, I promise the best case scenario, even though I know that I've tried the best case scenario and it didn't work. So it's like oh. then. Like it's like, but it was, like, but in your mind, it's still possible. Like, he still thinks 180 is possible anyway, so he just said it. And oh, like, I promised myself my best case scenario about like in my mind about work, and mm. then like going in and knowing I won't hit it, but know if I have lofty goals, then I'll get further than I would have if I didn't. You know, that's like that's the best way to put it because it's happened to me too mm-hmm. with some of my shows being like, you know, I got to get through. Like I know today I only got through six hours of footage, but I got to get through eight tomorrow, and then. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you tell yourself that, but you still get through, like, six and a half the next day. But then, but what if I told my boss, like, well, I'll get through eight tomorrow. But it's like, there's no way it's going to happen. That's, a, that's the best analogy for it. Mm-hmm. So I think you might have made a foolish mistake, or maybe they'll just go 180 and it'll be fine. bump it up fine. to buck 50, and still it won't get any blowouts or as many, and then he won't break that, and then he'll get more. That's 20 more, man. Well, it's just fuck a walk, man. Whoa. Can't you fuck and walk? Not at the same time. Maybe. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. Fuck a walk. Oh, my gosh. I just don't have... There's no so many hours in the day. Do you want to be here and fuck or do you want to go walk away? <laughs> uh, are you... Am I being fired? Tony? Simple question, Parker. <laughs> no, it's not simple at all. <laughs> I have to make a real odd choice here. <laughs> do you want to walk away or do you want to fuck? Or fucking? <laughs> what are you guys doing in there? <laughs> not me, of course, did I, did I hear cock? Metaphorically. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> no more. Sorry. No, we put a moratorium <laughs> on the word cock. <laughs> yeah, we're not saying it. We're not saying cock anymore. <laughs> no, don't say cock. Cock. You cocked it up. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the silicone uh, sealant. <laughs> oh, sorry. Took I'm a talking of, about a took hog. Another swig of beer. A real hog. <laughs> but anyway, enough about enough about hogs. In <laughs> cock. Oh, boy. Like I said, I'm not saying cock anymore in this podcast. <laughs> he said so many times. How many times have I said cock? <laughs> Can you count the cocks? You said, uh... No, the thing said, is, if I say I said eight... If I said I said the word cock eight times, that means I said cock nine times, and that's ten. 
<laughs> I don't. I told you I wasn't right. good at math. You really? I told you. Uh, I'm mad at you. You're being a bully. <laughs> I'm mad at you. <laughs> oh, God. I'm mad at you. What's happening? Who are we? Okay. Hi. I'm, oh, I'm Craig. Uh, my name's Jim, and uh, this is the Fool's Go Rush podcast. This is a, this is a, a podcast where we watch the show Gold Rush, and then we talk about it and make funny fart jokes. Oh, and cock jokes. Sorry. <sighs> Well, I didn't like this episode very much. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's happening? Who, who should we start with? Let's <laughs> start with Todd. Well, Todd, it, <sighs> I guess it was a two-part episode, but only in the sense of Todd's story, really. Yeah. And even then, it was pretty loose. Yeah. So, I w- you know, you got the ultimatum. Yeah, Matt, don't forget about it. Make double <laughs> Ds. <laughs> you know, that was, I like how they started back during the... the uh, at the, the, some of the episodes that were in South America in the beginning, and they showed that, and he promised all the gold, and then there was gold, and then there was lightning, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then I liked it, and then and then let's skip ahead to Parker, and, and then, then he, Parker had his had his mind, and he's getting gold and the screen, <laughs> and then I liked it. Shut your shut your phone off, Jim. Tur- so, put sorry. that cigarette out, sir. It's an e-cigarette. <laughs> oh. Thank you very much. Cigarettes are bad for you, and he wasn't smoking a cigarette, audience members, listeners. I quit smoking five-plus years ago now. Mm-hmm. I'm actually not even sure that's how long it's been. I think it's so. probably longer than that, Jim. I'd have to look at look at a calendar. Well, we said five-plus. I think it was five years in December, but it maybe was six. Like hmm. Now I'm really not sure anymore, but I think it was five. It's too long to even remember anymore, which is... Well, it's good. You want to reunite with your old friend. Hello, smoking yeah. my old friend. I've come to buy you a pack again. I had a weird thought of <laughs> This is so, like, morbid's the wrong word, but just, like, I was like, if something bad happened and it was, like, 15 years from now and I ever got a divorce, I'd probably start smoking again. <laughs> I had that thought. That's the scenario. I would go buy a pack of cigarettes, I think. That'd be brilliant. And then I would feel so much really worse for dumb. myself, and yeah. I would just be, like, oh, in this weird spiral of shame. God, yeah, that'd be horrible. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't but think you should do that. I would start dating a twenty-two-year-old. Ooh, who also smoked. oh, so <laughs> that's a yeah. great idea. We're not ending the episode with a song. Did you know like the the uh, the chauvinist equation for how old a girl you should be, or how young of a girl a man should be dating? No, it's half your age plus seven, and it almost always kind of works out. And I'm, I'm talking about like. 28? I'm 20. No, no, wait, no. Uh, so you're 32. So I'm 16. 23? Yeah. Ooh. It's like for like the like, whoa. Like it's it's the youngest, you can, the youngest you can go without people being like really offended by it. <laughs> or at, you know what I mean? They, they might raise their eyebrow, mm-hmm. but they'd still be like, well, it's like you're 40, 27. It's like, well, you know, I mean, it's huh. like if you're like a, you know, you know, really well-to-do 40-year-old and you have your... 27 year old hot girlfriend would be like well you know at least she's not 23 you know it's like you'd be that kind of like i feel like it, it, it kind of it's kind of ironclad 50 years old 32 huh and i could imagine well most of our our girlfriends are in a relationship at this point but i could imagine one of them dating a 50 year old guy if they had just been single i could picture it huh it totally makes sense. Hey, once you're after, once you're above the age of forty-five and you have a kid, the kid's no longer it, technically the kid isn't yours, so you don't have to take care of it. Yeah, it's true. That's the rule too. So, so yeah. I mean, so, so I mean, I'm not following that rule. My fiance is technically older than me. <gasps> not even technically, she is older than me. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's young at heart. 
And she she's, looks younger than me too. So that's, well, she, well, I mean, her birthday is great for forty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she just turned thirty-three. I'm turning thirty-three in February. Her birthday's in November, so it's not. You know, mm-hmm. We're not that far away from each other. Mm-hmm. She's very mature. But I always make the joke. Well, I can't now. But when um, she, f- we were dating when we were both. We started dating when we were twenty-nine. Mm-hmm. And when she turned thirty. This is a great. If anyone else is in a similar situation out there, it's an awesome joke that she will cer- certainly get mad about. <laughs> yeah. But you just anytime you get in any disagreement, and I'm talking about like really minor things, like not in like a real fight. In the, the like, do we watch Project Runway or Prop Top Chef tonight? It's like those kind of like debates. Yeah. Then if if you disagree, you just say, "Well, you know, you're in your 30s. I'm in my 20s. <laughs> we see things a little differently. I get it. You know. So I'm gonna have to wait." Seven years, but I can do it again. Like, well, you're in your 40s. I'm in my 30s. Like, I, I'm about to do this. It, every 10 years, I'm going to have to make this joke. Wow, it's going to be a great four months, but seven years from now. Or I could do, actually, when she turns 35 and I'm 34, I'd be like, well, you're in your mid-30s. I'm in my early to mid-30s. <laughs> I'm in my early 30s, technically, still. <laughs> I hope you don't forget that joke. I'll never forget that joke. No, and when you, say, when you do that I joke, have a great you memory. guys will fall in love all over again in a different way. <laughs> oh, oh, you're gonna kiss her? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> that's the sound you make. That's horrifying. That's what I do. Whoa, we're we're running low on time yeah. here. Let's, oh like, let's move over to Fred. Huh. I don't want to give him the short the short shrift. Hey, Fred. But first, we got to talk about Todd and Parker. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so I like how Todd started so off. He had to get 14 ounces, and he had to beg. <laughs> and then they couldn't find gravel, and they did. But they only got two ounces, but 15 diamonds. So now he gets 30 diamonds, and the guy's going to check in. And, and we then, should talk about Parker. So Parker, Parker replaced the screens. He replaced once some more yards, so he replaced the screens, <laughs> and it almost doesn't work. Within it works, but he doesn't get enough gold. And then Tony's like, what the fuck a walk? The fuck? Cock? <laughs> And you fucking said cock again. <laughs> so that means I've said cock 12. No, that's 13 times now I've said cock. 14. Damn it. This is a vicious circle. Uh, cycle. Oh. <laughs> what, like the wash cycle on a... Yeah. Huh. Or a circle. I don't know. Yeah. A circle goes around and around. A cycle uh, like could, a could go anywhere. That's true. A okay. vicious circle. Well, we got to talk about Fred. Come on, man. Have or... you ever seen Dane Cook? Vicious Circle. It's the best stand-up special you will ever see. I'll have to check it out. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Check it. So, yeah, like we said, this is Dustin, really. It's not really Fred. But Fred's there at the beginning. He's in a truck. Hey, I got something to show you at the Porcupine Bridge. Yep. It's if Head Dustin, on up over there. If Dustin was a uh, 20-year-old woman, that would be the creepiest thing <laughs> yeah. conversation ever. Like, I got something to show you at the Porcupine Bridge. <laughs> and then she's like, I'll show you my Porcupine Ooh. Bridge. The fuck does that mean? And he goes, hell like a, no. Is that like a taint? <laughs> <laughs> no. A stubbly taint? God. The Porcupine Bridge? <laughs> Looks like I'm going to need five beers tonight. Ooh. Ooh. That's a big potato. But then if he has too many beers, then it might go the other way where he has a hard time. Well, so that's a weird math you got to do. <laughs> yeah. that's I told math. you I was bad at math. <laughs> so, obviously, on the it wasn't much, much reason to tease it because obviously they had the tiny equipment on yep. the truck. <laughs> and it's the tiny equipment. Although it's not that little. But compared to what you're normally seeing, even hearing it working, it looks so funny. It's just mm-hmm. like it's like one step up from like... Me. The like excavator you'd have in like a little sandbox that you use just with like levers, yeah. like little kids have. It's like feels like it's like one step higher than that. Yep. 
what what do they got? What is it going to use next? Cool tools? <laughs> cool tools. <laughs> to look and to feel. You pour them yourself. Then they cool work. tools. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool tools. Timmy. Um. So basically, the big problem here is that well, actually, there's a couple of problems, but that each machine weighs about four thousand pounds, but the helicopter can only carry two thousand. Mm-hmm. So he has to find a way to. How am I going to get my wife up here? Oh. <laughs> so he has to find a way to take them apart. So he thought he the easy way to, would be to take the counterweight off, which almost all these have, which is like a way to make it so it doesn't tip over. It's usually this big cast iron thing on the back of a... Excuse me. Oh, my gosh. <clears throat> Jesus. Sorry. Swig the, a beer. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, counterweight. <laughs> counterweight, <laughs> just so you guys know, is different than a weight counter. Uh, that's just like a scale. Okay. Just, yeah. just uh, you know point of information there thank you you're welcome but unfortunately this doesn't have a counterweight it's actually designed with the engine in the back because it's so little like that's the counterweight which is actually a pretty nice design but not when you're trying to take it apart easily oh so if they don't have a counterweight they're gonna have to find a figure out a way to get some get it on some sort of weight counter (laughs) yeah well that's after they take it apart oh of course well in order to measure it yeah so they take off the weight. They take off. Count the, it. Sorry. God damn it. Oh, I'm sorry. We actually Jim. really don't have any time. We have like 10 minutes to get through this. Oh, my God. Um, so they take off the tracks, mm-hmm. which those don't even budge. So they must be heavy. Yeah. And they, they, take have to, off they have to use an excavator to take off to do that. stuff on another excavator. Then I had a thought that, like, are they going to need the excavator to put this shit together? Because that's, that's going to be really too. funny. That would be a great, like... Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> like, so how are we going to put this bucket on the excavator? Like, well, we'll just use it. Oh, no. <laughs> I really was hoping that would happen. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, yeah. it didn't. They actually already had it figured out. But <laughs> Yeah, when we, when they, they they cut to that pretty quick. But not in but in between, there was some... Oh, I don't know. That they would have been apart such and, a great and moment. And then it all worked. It's like, hey, we need to lift this up with an excavator. It's like, yeah, yeah but we have to put the excavator together. It's like, oh, yeah. no. Oh, that's... I've, I feel like I've made mistakes like that I, yeah. before. You know, it's like kind of like it's almost like well, it's, you have a wolf, a chicken, and a loaf of bread. You're gonna get it across <laughs> yeah. the river. And blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like it's that kind of problem. Sounds like my bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it was like, a good good weekend. <laughs> great. A little weekend. rough around the edges. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well. Yeah. That uh, that loaf of bread really went crazy. Hey, that's crazy! I can't believe you brought a loaf of bread here. That's crazy. I'm not a pump a nickel guy. <laughs> But now I am. Hey, if you know what I mean. I'm more like a marble <laughs> guy. Gagoosh, indeed. All right, so, so, so yeah, they're they get it. It's the right weight. And then they get it out there, and then they're, now they're camping. That was a cool part. When it was flying up and they were delivering it, it was really neat. They're 3,000 feet above Porcupine Creek. One thing I didn't realize, they might have mentioned it in the interseason special. Yes. But this area, Cahoon Creek, up until 50 years ago, was covered with a glacier. So, like, nobody could even mine there. Oh, I didn't even catch they mentioned that, that I was watching it. I had to this. rewind it to make sure I heard it correctly. Wow. So, it this was literally... So, he has probably the first person to ever mine this. So, this is, like, a good chance... Well, I don't know if this is a good chance, but they're heavily implying that this could be the source of all the Porcupine Creek gold. Ooh, ooh. Could that's... be from up here, which... Man, I hope that's true. I, I hope it's, like... They didn't even do a clean out or anything yet. They just had him start running it a little bit. I hope it's going to be like, well, we ran 100 yards. Let's see. It's like, holy shit, we found 35 ounces of gold. Like, oh you know what I mean? Like something like God. crazy. I, that's yeah. what I really hope. That would be so awesome. Well, good thing for global warming for Fred. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. 
That's why I use all this aerosol hairspray. It's wonderful. All and the time. It punches holes in the ozone. Oh. Oh. So, basically the way they do build it is he has this A-frame, which basically with, like, pulleys and shit. So, like, that actually made sense. He was able yeah. to put it together. The problem is when they were trying to... They basically have their um, – they set up their wash plant, yeah. and they need to put the hopper on top, and they realize that, like – it actually looks really funny. Like, they t- they tried to use two excavators to pick it up, but yeah. then they realize that the arms aren't tall enough to pick it up. <laughs> yes, they're like, like, oh, shit. Like, so they just didn't really feeble. think about it. Yeah. So that was kind of, like, the equivalent of the, like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, they didn't even think about, like, oh, yeah, this thing only raises, like, six feet off the ground. This needs to go up ten feet. Like, yeah, come on, man. What are we going to do? Think then? of the logistics. So but then they figured it out. It was actually kind of a good. It was a good way to put it. They hey, took all the grizzly bars off, and now we're going to use Fred and Dustin love doing that. Like father, like take, son, take, like son, like father. Take those bars off. Yeah, and I'll then they just cut them off, bitch. We'll have to lift Whoa. it with brute strength. Yeah, and then they they did, it. and that was cool. Mm-hmm. And um, and then and then Dustin was like, "Oh, I was really excited. I just got a goddamn good crew." Yeah, I, I wrote that down too. I thought that was, and it was like a good moment for him. Yeah, it's like yeah, I've got a, I've got a damn good crew, and he does. I, yeah, but who are really those excited. guys? I've never seen those guys before. One guy looks like a guy who was working for Parker back in um the other place. Oh, maybe he like it seemed like that. Oh, you know what? Guy, I wasn't thinking about that, but it might be. It's yeah. possible. But they named him last season. I feel like they would note that he was there. But maybe I, yeah, maybe they, they all the bearded guys looked the same. Would have. And the thing is, they showed this season which i thought was super weird and we probably commented on this before but now john schnabel is running the big nugget mine and still mining again so like those guys are probably just working for him oh he is yeah he's doing smith crick he's like doing it even though we we know for a fact well supposedly that there's nothing there because of all the drilling but john's i think john just does it because he's bored but i think he's just yeah you gotta well, dig I know sometimes. you drilled it in there, but I want to find out too. You yeah. know, hey, you might find a parking. You never know. That's the thing. I mean, he was always in it for the treasure hunt. So maybe there is still something there. Just Parker, the places he drilled. Just, well, Parker's problem was it was too deep. But the thing is, oh, for yeah. John, maybe he has no timetable, so he doesn't give a shit. It's yeah. just like, whatever. We'll go down 60 feet. I don't care. Like We'll just yeah, see what's down there. So maybe there is going to be a ton of gold, and Parker should have stayed there all along. But. Mm. Well, because Parker's attitude is treating it like it. a business. Like he wants to be like, I got to be running blank yards per day. Mm-hmm. Whereas Smith Crick, there was so much overburden. There's no way. I'm calling it Crick now too, but I hate myself yeah. for that. You got to make gold up in Smith Crick. So like for him, he's we? like, there's too much overburden. So like I can't can't be running all day. But for John, it's like, well, I don't give a shit. I just want to yeah. find out what's down there. Like, oh, we'll dig that. We'll fucking dig that out for three months and find. You know, it's yeah. like. Well, Parker is his grandson, and he'll eventually own it. But yeah. this is an opportunity for him to learn the business, and he's kicking. No, ass. I think he's doing a good job. I don't think he made a mistake or anything. I, I don't. I'm not suggesting that the real riches were on the bottom of Smith Creek. I, I don't think that's the case. But mm-hmm. um, how about Emerson Trench? Emerson. It turns out the same thing with when um, fucking um, John was talking to Todd in the first season, where he's like. Showed him those big flakes of gold. And I was like, wow, how'd you get that? And he's like, well, I had to dig for about three or four years or whatever. And it's like, that was like the moment of horror in Todd's face. Like, oh, no. Yeah. Like, that's what it really takes. Like, oh, shit. Like, this isn't a get-rich-quick scheme. This is like mm-hmm. a long a long game. Parker's long version con. is the get-rich-quick, but he's succeeding. I think John's mining is the long game, which is what I'm getting at. So maybe for him, Smith Creek yeah. is worth the while because Parker never found out how much gold was there. It was just it was too deep, and that's when he quit. 
Yeah, and then like you know, he can pay for the the uh, the fuel for a smaller operation rather than having to buy a whole new cut. Right. And maybe Parker would have been cool with that in the beginning of the season. I think some of it was he needed to make more money because he hadn't made any money. He's like, well, there's too much. I can't even get anything before yeah. the season ends. So it's stupid. He like, can't build bridges all season. No. Shoot. Well, that's good. We got through that. I was actually nervous that Fred's story would take a long time, but ultimately there really wasn't that much to say. But I'm very excited about the possibilities of Cahoon Creek. Yes. I'm excited. That was the best part of this episode other than the lightning strike um, and, and this podcast, frankly, was great. This was a good episode of the um, Fool's Gold Rush podcast. Yeah. I, I had we more went, fun doing this one than I have in a while. We went happy-go-jacky on this. Maybe partly because we watched the show That's separately. That's not racist. Sorry. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I hope not. You said it to me once. No, you, you were quoting something else. Never it's mind. It's from an old SNL skit with Ray Romano trying out for sports. Center. Oh, yeah. And he said, he went happy-go-jacky on that ball like a donkey eating a waffle. Okay. I don't think so that's, that's just gibberish. Stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just randomness. Um, what was I going to say? You had a had a great time, and maybe looking... maybe watching them separately is good. Although we wouldn't do that in the future because it would be logistically a pain in the ass. But maybe yeah. we weren't we didn't have an hour of watching it and then be like, all right, now time to record. We were able to like kind of just come in fresh. Maybe mm-hmm. that was good. Sometimes I've done this. And it's been bad. I'm like, I did a show about Top Shot and it it wasn't good watching it not together. Well, I'm a superior co-host. I'm the best. It could be I'm true. I'm the best in the world. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be on the excellence of Craig's execution. You are arguably the best <laughs> co-host yeah. that I have. You got a pretty good other co-host on your other podcast that people should check out. It is called Jim and Eric and Jamerica and stuff. Jim and Eric present Jamerica with Jim and Eric. But you can just search Jamerica and you'll yeah. find it. Um, so what would you give this episode? I would give this episode uh, three em- two empty Tupperware containers and one container filled with gold. Hmm. No size needed. I'm just saying there was a third of this episode that was better than the other two-thirds. Yeah, fuck. Hmm. A really subtle metaphor. I'm giving it a tube of gold lipstick, Ooh. and then also a little baggie of that like gold nugget gum. Have you okay. ever seen that? It'll be a little burlap sack with little yellow pieces of gum that look like gold nuggets. Okay. Wow. So there's like no gold in there at all. No actual it's like gold. Sh- showy though. It's only like the promise of it. It's like this is the, this is what I'm looking forward to now. This is what we have to look forward to. Well, Todd might not. I mean, Todd's gonna. The season's gonna be a failure for Todd. There's no way he's gonna find enough gold to make mm-hmm. it. I mean, it, I could be proven wrong. There's like four or five episodes left, but it seems like there's no way that he's gonna find enough to justify all the money he spent in there. It just seems crazy to me. No, but maybe he's not. Parker. Ultimately, all we have to look forward to is either he will come short or exceed his goal but he's already done so well that it's already fine yeah i think he's already made a profit i think he's already i wouldn't be surprised i I mean he has like another week or two how he is now he could already pay his grandfather back so i think he's like he's fine you know did he yeah did he put half a million dollars into this thing already oh maybe he was was he given half of him? I thought he was given like one hundred fifty thousand yeah, dollars. But he has five hundred and forty-four like ounces already. So if he hasn't, if he spent more than that, then that's no. a crazy. So he's done good. So he'll be able to pay his grandfather back. Yeah, he'll probably pay him back in gold, which would be kind of badass. Ooh. I'm actually predicting the final episode of the season will be him giving his grandfather a jar of gold back. Cool. That's a that's a that's a fool's gold rush guarantee. If you haven't shot the episode yet, Christo, 
that has to be the scene. You have to have him hugging a teary embrace and yep. him handing him a jar of gold and then maybe another jar for interest. Oh. Tony Beats taught me something about, about getting your investment back. So here's another little bit. Oh, oh, oh. Thanks, Parker. And um, I love you. And then Fred, the sky- Fred is like the exciting story right now. Or Fred should I say Dustin? Dustin. Yeah. Because I guess the point is there's really not, not that much mystery. Like Parker, it's like maybe he'll get 650 ounces. Maybe he'll get 900 ounces. Like, I don't, but either way, I don't care. Like I don't yeah. really care if he – I mean it'd be, I'd be very happy for him for yeah, be him fun to, to hit watch. his goal. I'm not super like, I'm rooting for him. But at this point, it's like gravy to me. The fact that he already has like over 500 ounces now, it's like <laughs> – yeah. Okay. I mean, it's like that's yeah. not a failure and by Todd, any stretch. Like, who knows what crap they'll make up? And then Fred. I mean, the sky because... is the limit with Fred, though. Like, yeah. it could be like, well, it's a bust, but we'll get it next year. Or like, holy shit yeah. balls! Like, we're gonna be yeah. rich. Hell, if we couldn't find any in the glory hole, let's start where the glory begins at the top of Cahoot Creek. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So that's the real. That's the real. Fred shit, is the treasure hunt. Fred's story is the treasure hunt story, yeah. which is, like, the most exciting thing to watch. That's what season one was a treasure hunt. Yeah. The thing that made season two and three boring for Todd, ultimately, I'm just realizing now, is that it wasn't a treasure hunt. It was just, like, a – it's just work. That's why Parker's is kind of boring. It's, like, it's just work. Mm-hmm. It's just coldly efficient work. I hate work. Yeah, me too. But I like the treasure hunt. I like the idea of, like, this is crazy, but we might become millionaires. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of a fun idea. So call me maybe. Yeah. Anyway, we should get out of here before this computer crashes. But right. um, lightning crashes. You can find us. Her placenta <laughs> falls to the floor. Best use of the word placenta in all of '90s rock music. <laughs> yeah, lightning live. crashes by live. You know, live backwards is evil. <gasps> Did you know that? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that scared me. I wasn't expecting that. So, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, whatever, send them to oldmenonthemountain at gmail.com. You can find us, search us on Facebook, like our page, and you can also subscribe on iTunes because that's the quickest, easiest way to make sure you get the podcast as yeah. soon as they come out. With you know, within I don't know how, however often your iTunes refreshes, if you subscribe, you'll get it. Yeah. And uh, we'll be talking to you guys in just a couple days. And uh, yeah, we'll be also... back on Saturday. So, but you know yeah. what? Go Seahawks! So.